0: Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Hi friends, thank you for tuning in again today. And again, I want to encourage you with a wonderful word out of the Bible, God's word for you today. And I want to preach on short and powerful, short and powerful. Well, what will that be or what? subject will i touch today it's one of my favorite subjects it's about prayer prayer let our prayers be short and powerful well i do believe in fellowshipping with the father and spending hours before him that's wonderful to spend a lot of time in the presence of god but today i want to preach about our prayers when we send up a prayer for a need let that prayer be short and powerful. Let's go to the story of Peter, because we're going to talk about the shortest prayer of Peter. And we're going to go to Matthew chapter 14, verse 28 to 31. Jesus said, come ahead. And jumping out of the boat, Peter walked on the water to Jesus. But when he looked down at the waves churning beneath his feet, he lost his nerve and started to sink. He cried, master. Save me! Jesus didn't hesitate. He reached down and grabbed his hand. Then he said, Faint heart, what got into you? What a powerful story this is for our life today. And I'm sure you have heard this story preached many times. But I want to go to that little prayer in these verses. Did you catch the prayer there? It's just three words, and it's Master or Lord save me, or Jesus, Jesus, save me. Now you can say master or Lord, or just go directly to that wonderful name, the name above all names, Jesus Christ, your savior. And the prayer is this, Jesus, save me. Oh, this is so important, this prayer for us today, because I know this prayer, it can be applied to many of our situations. And many times we could pray this simple prayer and it will have the same impact and result. Hallelujah. The Lord will answer and he will save us. Oh, whenever we cry out and we call for his help, he is there to help us. Well, I believe in praying long time. Yes, spend your time in prayer during the day while you are working, while you're busy, just softly in your mind pray, and fellowship with the Father through Jesus Christ. But I also believe in these short prayers. It's good to have a habit of prayer. Yes, you need to have your habit of certain times, certain places where you go to pray. But better is to have the spirit of prayer that it will be upon you during the day, during the night, as he can wake you at any time or he can prompt you at any place where you are to pray and to spend time with him. Well, let's go to this prayer. Number one, it was a short prayer. As I said, just three words, but many times, oh, we can pray so long. It's like we are walking around the house without ever going to the door, knocking on the door, asking to go inside. This is how many people pray. Their prayer is a continuous walk around the house, and they never get to that point where they go into the house. Let our prayer be short, and let it be to the point. Oh, there was this friend, and he was on his deathbed, and his son started to pray for him, and he said, Oh, Almighty Father. You are the creator of the heavens and the earth and so on. And you're titled this and you're titled that. Well, it's wonderful to pray like that. And I pray like that too sometimes. But the man laying there on the deathbed, he stopped his son. He said, stop praying like that. He said, I'm dying, son. Get to the point before I'm dead. Yes, it's funny, but it's true. Get to the point before I am dead. And sometimes we can pray, oh, with all these wonderful words, but we never get to the point. Get to the point in your prayer. Oh, for who are we praying? Are we praying to teach the Lord a lesson, to teach him the right doctrine, to tell him about the whole situation? He knows all about it, but he does want us to pray. But when we do pray, let's get to the point. If you read the prayers in the Bible, oh, I think the longest prayer of our Lord Jesus is recorded in John. It's that wonderful prayer to the Father. Oh, how wonderful that prayer is. Solomon's dedication of the temple. It's quite a long prayer, but still these prayers are probably between five and 10 minutes. They're not huge prayers taking hours and hours. Yes, there is fellowship with the Father. But these prayers, oh, they should be short and powerful, especially when I'm on the mission field and I need to pray for thousands of people. I cannot pray for hours per person, and I'm glad I don't need to. Oh, many times, one word, oh, it says Jesus cast those demons out with a word. And many times my prayers for these people, they are short and powerful. One word, two words, Jesus, save them. Heal them in Jesus' name. And whenever I do that, I see that God hears and he answers. So tell the Lord what is in your heart in as few words as possible. And especially when you have these prayer meetings, oh, give others also opportunities to pray. Well, it was a short prayer. It was a wonderful prayer. It was a comprehensive prayer that had everything inside that was necessary. Oh, let me just talk about that prayer. Lord, save me. Peter could pray that prayer on many occasions. Remember when the Lord said to him, Oh, Peter, Satan has desired to sift you. Oh, that was a moment that he could pray, Oh, Lord, save me. Remember when he had denied Christ and he had gone out and he wept bitterly That was a moment that he could pray, oh, Lord, save me. Oh, when he went around journeying from one city to the other, preaching the gospel, he could pray, Lord, save me, as they came against him and they even wanted to hurt him and kill him. Many times he could have prayed, oh, save me. And when they took him to crucify him because of Christ's sake, that was also a moment he could pray, Lord. Save me. So, even though it was a short prayer, it had everything inside that was necessary. It was a short prayer, it was a very direct prayer. Let us pray to the point. Oh, Peter, he shows us that he is going directly to the heart of the matter. He didn't have time there. When he was sinking, he was already sinking. He didn't pray this prayer in one of the prayer meetings that he had with the whole church. He prayed it while he was walking on the water. Well, he wasn't even walking anymore on the water. He was already sinking. And so it was necessary for him to come directly to the point. And so many times we are in a situation, oh, you don't have time to go through all the wonderful formalities. You need to get to the point. And if you don't get to the point, well, then you're lost already. Oh, I, I know that one word can have a whole prayer inside. Oh, when my children were young and they would cry out, Papa, all oh, the way that they said my name, that had already a whole prayer inside of it. I would feel, I would sense, I knew if it was something serious, if it was something urgent, or if they just wanted something that wasn't that urgent. We can make mistakes as earthly fathers, but our heavenly father, when we are in our need, when we are in dire strait, we can cry out. And that one word, Papa, heavenly father, save me. Oh, everything is in that prayer. It was a prayer that was also very sound in doctrine. Yes, he said, Lord, save me. I don't think he imagined himself saving himself. He knew he needed the master, the Lord, to save him. So many times we pray, but in our prayer, we are saying so many things that we are still trusting upon people, upon earthly things, upon ourselves, or we're justifying ourselves in our prayer. Or we're telling God what to do, how he should solve our situation in that prayer. Or we're telling God that we want him to touch our feelings. Oh, I don't feel happy, so I want you to make me to feel happy again. And so we are talking about feelings, but we're not talking about the situation that is not making us happy. Or we are talking about our self-righteousness, et cetera, et cetera. I could say so many different things that make our prayer not to be sound in doctrine, but this prayer is sound in doctrine. Lord, save me, and that's it. I cannot say anything about myself. I cannot say that I deserve to be saved. I cannot say that you need to do it because, or else. No, I cannot say anything except, Lord, save me. In other words, your grace, your mercy, your power, You, Lord, you, Lord, you need to do it. You need to do it. I cannot save myself anymore. I don't have a right to demand to be saved. I cannot say anything for you to do it because of something that I have. But Lord, you save me. That's it. And when we are totally dependent upon the Lord for our salvation, oh, I tell you, my friend, that's when the Lord really comes down and helps us and he does save us. Oh, maybe you are listening today and you're not saved yet. Saved, meaning being born again. or oh, being alive in the spirit, having your name written in the book of life, having all your sins forgiven by the blood of Jesus, by accepting him as your savior. or oh, by accepting his offering upon the cross as your sacrifice, for your reconciliation with the Father. Oh, then I pray that today, oh, a soft voice is coming up in your heart saying, Father, save me, save me. Oh, I tell you, God will hear that prayer and he will answer that prayer. Peter's prayer was a very personal prayer. Peter did not think of anybody else. No, it was him and he needed salvation he needed to be saved so many times or oh, you know i called you through this broadcast to pray for others and i believe very strongly that it is our christian duty to pray for this world to pray for our family to pray for revival to pray for the new generation etc 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 but what would it do if you never prayed for god to save you it needs to be personal, my friend. And before you can pray for the whole world, before you can pray for your family, you need this prayer to be personal for you. And you need to cry out, Lord, save me. Oh, you don't have to think of anybody else at that moment. No, you're not being saved because of your mother, your father, or anybody else. Lord, I need to be saved. Save me. It's a personal prayer. And Peter, he forgot about all others. They were in the boat, but he prayed because he was sinking in the water. Are you sinking, my dear friend? Are you sinking in doubt? Are you sinking in problems? Are you sinking in sin? Make this a personal prayer today and cry out, Lord, save me. And I tell you, the Lord is there to save you. Yes, it was a very urgent prayer, a uh, urgent prayer. Oh, he said, Lord, save me. And he could have said, well, I know he meant it. Save me now, now, right now. He needed salvation right there on the spot. I know many people, they want to be saved by the Lord. But when? Well, that's the point which they have not settled yet. Yes, when, when? Oh, I believe in God. I believe in heaven, I believe in a hell, but I'm enjoying life today. Oh, I want to be saved, but I don't want to change my life today. Oh, I'm still young. Let me just live it up for a few more years. And then, oh yes, then I'm sure, oh, then the moment will come that the Lord can save me. Oh yes, I want to be saved. Lord, save me, but not just yet. Oh, Peter's prayer was an urgent prayer. The waves had opened their mouths to swallow him, and he would soon be gone, and so he had only a short time to cry out, Lord, save me. And maybe you think you still have all the time. Oh, many people thought that they would still have enough time to pray, Lord, save me. But suddenly they were gone, and where are they for eternity, my friend? Oh, they didn't know that the grave had already opened its mouth. They were already standing in the grave with one leg. They thought they still had time enough to pray that prayer, Lord save me. But they postponed it and they kept postponing it until suddenly there was no more time to pray it and they were gone for eternity, lost for eternity. Do you wanna take that chance, my friend? Do you wanna take that chance with your soul for eternity? Hell and damnation or heaven and salvation Oh, my dear friend, it's an urgent prayer. And if you haven't prayed it yet, pray it right now at this very instant. Well, finally, this was a prayer with a great impact, a great effect, because he was saved. Yes, instantly it says the hand of Jesus was there and pulled him out. Oh, if the hand of Jesus was not there instantly, Peter would have drowned, but he was saved instantly. That prayer, Lord, save me, had a great impact and a great effect. Why is that so special? Well, because Jesus later on says, why were you so doubting? Why did you have such little faith? So it shows that Peter, he did have faith, but his faith was small. He did have faith, but he also had doubt. He did believe, but he was also faint hearted. So it was a mixture there. But still, even though there was a mixture of doubt and faith, even though Peter was not perfect, God heard and answered his prayer. This is an important point for me because it's important for you, my dear friend, because it shows that even though your prayer is not perfect or your heart from which the prayer comes is not perfect. Maybe you also have doubt. Maybe worry is there. Maybe there are things in your life that are not right, but there is a spark of faith somewhere in your inside man, your inner man, your spirit man. Oh, my dear friend, don't hesitate to pray. Don't let anything keep you away from this prayer to pray, Lord, save me, because the Lord, even though there is doubt and fear, there may be other things in your life that are not perfect. The Lord will see that little faith, and he will come and answer you, and he will pull you out. Oh, yes. And he will teach you how you can be strong in faith, as he also taught Peter. Well, I can keep on talking, but I think it's time to pray. Do you need salvation in some area of your life? Maybe you're sinking in sin. You're lost for eternity. Well, you are in dire need for forgiveness. Maybe you are sick and you don't have long to live anymore, oh, you can pray this prayer. Maybe your marriage, oh, it's not good at all, and you're almost in a divorce. Maybe you're already going through the proceedings of a divorce. This is a prayer you can pray. Maybe your finances are so low, and you don't know how to pay the next bill. You can pray this prayer. Maybe for your family, your brothers, your sisters, your parents or your children, they need it. Oh, you can pray this prayer. Let's pray together. Oh, Lord, save us today. Oh, save us from sin. Save us from damnation and from hell. Oh, save us, Lord, by forgiving us right now through the blood of Jesus. Father, forgive us all our sins and iniquities and write our name in the book of life. Oh, Lord, save us from this sickness. Save us from this pain and heal our body right now, instantly, right at this moment. Lord, save us, save our marriage, save our family, save our finances, save everything, every aspect of our life that is lost or that is sinking right now. And Lord, pull us up, pull us up right now, Lord. I believe you will do it right now for every listener in every situation and under every circumstance. Do it now by your grace, by your love, in your goodness, and through your power. I believe you will do it in Jesus' mighty, wonderful name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com.